Hey everybody, it's Aaron from the Aaron Meta Show. Just to remind you that the deadline for submitting questions to Craig Bartlett is the 17th of September of 2017. Again, that's the 17th of September of 2017. If you want to email him a question, it's askcraig2017 at aaronmeta.co.uk. That's askcraig2017 at aaronmeta.co.uk. You can ask him anything from Hey Arnold to claymation effects to the TV series to the movie to the upcoming Jungle movie. No doubt you have some questions about that. And also the Patakis as well. So again, the email address, askcraig2017 at aaronmeta.co.uk. That's AskCraig2017 at Aramata.co.uk. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. I'm going to show the whole world why I was the unscripted, uncensored, loose cannon of commentary. I'm back, baby. Broadcasting from Manchester in the United Kingdom, this is the Aaron Meta Show. of August 2017. You're listening to the RMS Show. Thank you very much for checking us out. It is nice to see you, to see you nice, as Bruce Forsyth would have said. And I must say, it was nice to see him, to see him nice as well. He has sadly left us at the, at the age of 89 years old. He had a short illness. And uh, he, let me just say, I mean, to all of my American listeners, you would have been, it would have been a privilege for you all to see him do his thing. And I uh, actually got a, a couple of clips for you to... Uh, you over as well and uh, he was uh, one of our most beloved Saturday night television show hosts for about 60 years he was uh, the host of the generation game uh, he did the generation again game again in the 90s he also did it in the 70s as well he did strictly come dancing he hosted many many wonderful shows on British television and he has sadly left us now and uh, I my thoughts and prayers are with his family his fans and I'm sure everybody uh, wants to uh, uh, wants to uh, pay tribute, uh, a massive amount of tribute to him. So uh, that's what we're doing right here. And uh, so I guess, uh, as uh, Bruce Forsyth would have said at the very beginning of the show, uh, he usually has his uh, uh, Girl Friday, and I guess that will come in the form of Patricia. Hello there. And I guess uh, um, we need a cuddly toy, but uh, I don't know if uh, we should... I'm not sure if I should refer to that as my guest, but uh, I don't know... uh, (laughs) Bigger, uh, would you like a cuddly toy? Oh, yeah, there was a he'd have like a conveyor belt that you'd have to like play a memory game during the generation game, and so there'd be all these prizes that you could win, and they'd be all like on this conveyor belt. So it'd be like uh, toasters, uh, fridge freezers, uh, you know, all sorts of household appliances, and in the middle of it all would be a cuddly toy, and uh, it would be like the famous thing that everyone would cheer for. And then uh, he, they would have to basically name off all the stuff they saw on the conveyor belt uh, in uh, no ah. particular order. <laughs> so uh, I guess, uh, you know, uh, oh, anyway, our guest today is from Vigo Loves. Uh, she is a mad anime brony 
you know, uh, My Little Pony fan as well. So please uh, have a big warm welcome to Vega from Vega Loves. How are you doing? Hey, I'm good. How y'all doing? Oh, I'm, we're doing very well. And uh, so, um, you know, it's, um, uh, it's funny enough about that cuddly toy. You know, I remember um, people who would um, come on the show who would uh, do the uh, the memory game. And yet, despite the fact that the cuddly toy was like the mainstay in the show, they'd probably like, be, like, be like the fourth or fifth thing they would name. It's just, you know, it's like, uh, and this would be, keep in mind, this is a show that was going on from like the 70s to the 90s. And like, yeah, people would go on the show. It's like, uh, yeah, the, the that 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 cuddly toy. It's like, you know, I, if I was on that show, the first thing I would name is the cuddly toy. But you know, <laughs> that's that's just me. So uh, uh, anyway, our, um, I want to uh, talk about uh, a couple of things before we uh, get on with the uh, the rest of the show. I just noticed that the uh, chat things up in the in the in the way of it, so uh, I need to. Uh, get rid of that uh that is uh all our hey arnold celebration for the jungle movie and as you can see here i'm uh, wearing the uh the never lose hope t-shirt which i've been advertising now look um this is just a prototype t-shirt at the moment i'm uh, still uh on in in the process of uh figuring out how we're going to uh, if we are going to uh start giving out these shirts how we're going to do it because we're not allowed to sell them uh that's one thing we're not allowed to do and also uh there's a few uh i'm, I'm going to check it over and make sure that it's all right to kind of like legally do it because obviously there's uh uh, some stuff on it which uh, I'm not too sure about. So uh, bear with me. Uh, let me go through all the uh, the formalities, if you will, and uh, then we'll see about uh, trying to get these uh, these shirts uh, out to uh, to Hey Arnold fans because you know, uh, and um, who knows, maybe it might end up uh, with a few if we go to the uh, to the uh, Never Lose Hope tour. So uh, anyway, the tour that we're doing over the United Kingdom. This is what we're going to be doing. We're going to be going to uh, MCM London Comic Con. Uh, we're going to be doing both days, or at least two of the, of the three days. So the Friday and the Saturday. We're doing Friday because of uh, Hey Arnold fan demand. So uh, we're going to be at the XL London Centre, uh, which is going to be really exciting. We're going to be at the, uh, the grassy bit on the on the west side of the building. So uh, if you want to turn up for the Hey Arnold fan meet there, then uh, come over there as well. It's on Friday and it's on Saturday. It's between 12 and 1 o'clock. And uh, also, if you're going to be at Stockport County Football Club for Stockport Unleashed, that's going to be the host of our uh, our Manchester event. So uh, that's, that's going to be one of our fringe events there. So if you're going to do that. Also, one thing just to notice about... Uh about Starport, if you're going to be booking in advance to get the tickets, make sure you're at home when you get the tickets mailed off to you. Because what I had to do is uh, they you, they do it for recorded delivery. So if you don't turn, if you're not there to sign off for the ticket, you basically have to uh, go to the post office to go get it. So uh, you know, I know that kind of sucks, but uh, I think they're also doing like pay on the door as well. So you know, I'm sure you'll be able to get there. At some point, and also uh, just to let you guys know, we're going to be going in Birmingham as well on the last leg of the tour, which is going to be on November the 18th. So that will be probably be a week before the Hey Arnold the Jungle movie comes out. So you know that might be a pretty exciting one to go to. And of course, we'll probably know a lot more about uh, Hey Arnold the Jungle movie as well by that time. So uh, you've got so, so if you're in London, if you're in Manchester, and if you're in Birmingham, then you know come to the Hey Arnold fan meetup because you know they're, they're going to be really cool. And I'll be there as well, so you know that's uh, that's that's definitely something to look forward to. And uh, so, and also just to keep people up to date with the guest schedule, uh, you'll notice that Vega is there on uh, on today. And also, we got uh, Sylvia Solette coming up next week on the uh, Vacant Lot podcast. Uh, she's going to be coming on the show. And uh, also, to let you guys know, the Hey Arnold Fan Day 
Now, we still have some places left for the Hey Arnold Fan Day, so if you email guests at aramesa.co.uk, that's guests at aramesa.co.uk, you can uh, put in the uh, for the subject line, Hey Arnold Fan Day, then uh, if you come up on there and... Uh, We'll, what we'll do is we'll, uh, if we get too many people, we'll have like a draw and see who's going to come up on the show. But uh, right now, there are some extra places available. So get emailing now if you want to go on the Hey Arnold Fan Day. That's going to be the week before the big interview with Craig Bartlett. And uh, if, just to also let you know about the uh, Hey Arnold anniversary show for that one, if you go to askcraig2017 at aramesa.co.uk, email him a question. You can email him anything you want. It's Hey Arnold Claymation Effects, the TV series, the, the, jungle, the movie itself, the jungle movie. No doubt you have some questions about that and also maybe the Patakis you know it's all there to, to email there so ask Craig 2017 at uk. definitely email in there and uh, yeah so uh, that is going to be a really fun show and that is a month before Hey Arnold the Jungle Movie comes out on, in, on Thanksgiving weekend so that is a really really big show I must say indeed so uh, anyway our guest this week is Vega from Vega Loves so uh, Vega I really want to ask you about what you do so uh, m- your main thing is anime so I wonder if you could talk to all my to to everybody about uh, what got you into anime in the first place okay so it's it kind of happened in two or three different phases the first phase was when I was eight years old and there was Rojin Z on like eight like either HBO or Showtime I had no idea what I was watching but it looked awesome. It looked different from all the other cartoons. Then flash forward to, say, 1997, where Pokemon started became maybe 98. And I was like, man, this Pokemon's awesome. And I watched a show and I draw Pokemon. And then I realized it was from Japan. But really, the fandom didn't start till a year later in 99, where I became a fan of Digimon more. And I was like, Digimon... Uh, at first, I thought it was just some sort of American Pokemon, but then I found out that's also from Japan. And unlike Pokemon, where they really uh, tried to Americanize it, like the rice balls were <laughs> donuts and stuff like that, Digimon's like, hey, the setting's Japan. These are some Japanese kids. They're, he, these are their names, which are totally Japanese, and this setting is totally in Japan. Like Digimon didn't hide any of that. And so I'm like, huh. And then I learned about the term anime from Toonami, which was I also started watching around that time. So, yeah, Toonami. But then um, if you go way, way back in my life, probably like round six was Sailor Moon and DBZ on syndicated TV. But I didn't watch them enough, and I don't remember enough to say I was a fan of it since I was a kid. But I remember watching it when I was a little kid. Mm. I remember, I remember the Pokemon was just the, when it first came off, it was huge. And like, you know, I was talking, like, it was probably like every single person I knew from school was into Pokemon. Like, uh, it was just, it was just this thing that can just kind of like enveloped our childhood and just kind of like, uh, you know, uh, you know, with, uh, and also the fact that there was just so many of them as well to, uh, it was, uh, and the show definitely was uh, one of the, the biggest pushes for uh, Pokemon as well. And I'll say the games weren't as well. I mean, everyone who I knew had a Game Boy definitely had a Pokemon Red or Blue or mm-hmm. something like that. So it was, uh, that was just, it was, uh, I don't think we'll ever see something like that again, I don't think. You know? it was, yeah, I mean, even what they tried with, you know, Yokai Watch for the new generation, which is basically like a group of monsters that you're supposed to collect. I mean, I, I mean, I, I mean, to, you know, personally for me, I don't know anything about that and I don't know what the fan base is. I mean, I know it's huge in Japan, but as for America, I haven't seen like a huge phenomenon compared to something like Pokemon. Well, I did look into uh, Yokai Watch because 
So I do this panel at conventions called Beyond Pokemon, which is all about Mon series and like how Mon series got big and what was it effect in America when Pokemon got big and you got all these other animes suddenly get translated. And Yokai Watch doesn't have a huge American fandom like it does in Japan, but it's it actually has a, a bit of a fan base here. Uh, it's on Disney H XD that helps. Uh, like, I'm not sure if they have that in the UK or whatever, Disney XD. Yeah, but... we do, actually. It's, it's quite a funny story, okay. actually, because uh, Fox Kids was uh, the TV channel here. And I think uh, Disney X I think Disney actually bought the uh, the, the frequency and the, like, the, the time slot, sorry, like the actual channel itself from Fox and then turned it into Disney XD. At least that's how, our story of how that happened. Oh, so, okay. Uh, mm. So, um, yeah, no one's on Disney XD, and I know they sell the toys and the video games here, like, but I'm not sure. I don't really see people talking about it or playing it. And mm. like, it just seems like kids are into all, all sorts of things. The only kid I really talk to is my niece, Celeste, who's more into Shopkins, which as far as I know is like Pokemon with of things. Mm. Anthropomorphic shoe, anthropomorphic handbag. When she was explaining Shopkins to me, I'm like, holy crap, so this is what my mom felt like when I was trying to explain Pokemon like 20 years ago. <laughs> I think th this is scary, everybody. We're growing old. This is, I know, this is, this is the, this is the, most, yeah, I think, uh, I'm wondering if we're going to have an earlier midlife crisis than uh, I think our parents. Already there. Yep, yep. Me too. Yeah, I think, I think, uh, I think we're getting there at the moment, I think, and so, um, so your um, uh, Vig, I'm just looking at your channel at the moment. Uh, your uh, it's the Idols of Anime, which is your uh, your big thing at the moment. And uh, so, how many episodes have you currently done? Twenty nine. I'm working on the anniversary episode right now. It's um, going to be like the anniversary of two year anniversary is on the 26th, but I have Geek.com right next weekend. So hey, if you're listening and you're going to be in Wisconsin, geek.com, going to be there doing a lot of Pokemon stuff actually. But uh yeah, it's a fun fact. I thought this project was going to be maybe 15 episodes maybe. No. No. <laughs> no, no it's not. There's so much idol anime. Uh like over half of idol anime that exists was made between 2010 and 2016. Hmm. Yeah, just, I'm gonna. Be, there's gonna be like at least thirty more parts to this. It's. I'm probably not gonna be done this for another. If I accelerate it a year to two years, but I am working on another series concurrent with it because I've been wanting to do the series for a while, which is beyond Pokemon the web series. Hmm. Basically, uh, Idols of Anime started as a panel I would do at conventions about idol anime, and it was a popular panel too. Like a lot of people liked it. So I was like, huh, I really want to do YouTube again. Why don't I make this into a web series? So after a couple of years of doing that panel, made it a web series, gone even more in depth <laughs> and found even more idol anime. And I want to do the same thing with a uh, Mon series, like Mon anime, yeah. such as Pokemon, Mon Coley Knights, Digimon. Uh, now, not a lot of people disagree with me, but I'm just going to put it out there. Cardcaptor Sakura. Think about it. She's going around. 
she has to catch them all. Yeah. She has to. <laughs> that, that's what I thought. I think I, I remember card captures on uh, when they played that on. Uh, I can't remember, was it uh, was it Channel Four or was it Channel? I think it was Channel Five actually. I think because uh, Pokemon was on like the main kids TV networks at the time, and so I think some of like some of like the the side channels were like thinking, yeah, yeah, I think we could get into this, you know, if we came up with our own thing. It's like, oh, hey, is this card capture thing? It's like, you know, let's uh, let's 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 pull that for a season and see if that that flies. So uh, I do remember that being kind of on the side, I mm. think, uh, with with that being there. So uh, um, I wanted to ask you actually, um, which uh, just my question just slipped my mind. Oh yeah, the, the, the whole the whole world of anime for me is, uh, I mean, I've real I rarely scrape the surface. I mean, like I'm probably maybe Dragon Ball Z, but probably not too much, and maybe you know obviously Pokemon because you know Pokemon was was everywhere, and uh, so maybe I, mean, I do had. Watched a couple of episodes of Digimon, I guess, but uh, and oh, also uh, Yu-Gi-Oh as well. Uh, I do, mm-hmm. I do remember as well. But uh, I mean, there's this whole world, isn't there? Of like, uh, you know, I, I, would I be? I mean, if I went into, like, say, let's say I got a Crunchyroll account, it's like, you know, where would I be like? Would that be like for me going to a completely like different city and like not knowing where I am? Like, you know, is it that huge? Well, um, tell me about what genres do you like in other media? Well, I'm uh, in. Well, in, in in any other media, or um, I guess yeah. in, I guess in video games, I like first-person shooters, and uh, I guess in uh, also I like strategy games a little bit as well, and maybe in music, I'm uh, more uh, I'm, I'm quite varied in my music. I, I like heavy metal quite a lot, and uh, I'm kind of a rock indie rock kind of guy, so uh, hmm. alternative. Okay, so from you liking first-person shooters, so you like stuff with like say a bit of violence to it. Well, yeah. I play Gears of, of War, so, you know, you know, so Gears of War is like, like, you know, like chainsaw bayonets and things, <laughs> things yeah. like that. So, and yeah. so, and so you like things and with music, you like rock, you like metal, you like indie rock. So just by hearing what you like, I can re- think of like several titles right now. Uh, for your indie rock side, I recommend Beck Mongolian Chop Squad. Okay. Really good anime about basically these um, kid in Japan learning about rock through this other, like this older guy, and then starting a band. But it's also it's more not just about a band. It's also about adolescence in general, mm-hmm. and it has a it has a lot of in common with a lot of the American grunge aesthetic, visually oh, wow. and uh, like musically. I highly recommend it. It's a pretty it's a pretty good anime. As for the more shooting part, like more violent part, I I want to say Black Lagoon. Hmm. But there's always the classic Cowboy Bebop which everyone recommends in general. And if um also while it's not shooting, but it does have to do with more war stuff, Saga of Tanya the Evil, which is very it's very strange. It's basically a little girl who's who's the most badass person in the army goes against God. <laughs> okay, then that's, that sounds badass, actually. And uh, it uh, is. Okay. Note to self: uh, rewatch this episode and find all those anime. So, okay, that's uh, <laughs> that's what I'm doing now. So, uh, oh, so, so those are just four. Like, yeah. and yeah, if you watch those, let me let me know what you think. Yeah, defo. And uh, yeah, I'll have to uh, I'll have to see about uh, getting a country roll. Uh, how much is this country roll a month? Is it? Um, I think it's like what six, seven dollars. That's not bad, actually. Want, I I probably have a free code I could give you. Oh, sweet. Okay, it's then. only it's only for like two weeks, but yeah. 
I'll, I'll do it. So uh, <laughs> also, I think uh, my, 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 I got my little, I got my younger brother coming over at some point. So uh, you know, maybe we can, maybe that's something we can do. And uh, oh yeah, actually, I mean, I talk about that actually. Uh, I've uh, we've got uh, your name coming out uh, in theaters actually in about I think it's on the October, on August twenty third. Have you seen that by the way? Or yes, I have. I highly recommend it. Holy crap! Like I would recommend that to anyone who's just a fan of film in general. It was, it was probably it's probably my new favorite anime movie, and it's at least in my top ten of favorite movies. That's how much of an effect it had on me. Oh wow! Uh, like I've been a fan of the director for a very long time, and so I know their kind of quirks in their st- storytelling. And I was like, oh man. What am I going to, what am I, I know what I'm getting into, but he actually flipped the script on a lot of things he's done in the past and just attached to a new way. It has sci-fi elements. It has mystery elements. It has kind of shoujo-ish elements. It's beautifully, it's beautiful. And I don't want to spoil a single thing because spoiling anything will ruin your experience of this movie. Wow, I've, I tell you what, it's coming out. I think on August twenty third, so I think I'm definitely uh, in. Uh, it's a place called the uh, place called the Trafford Centre in Manchester. So you know, I might definitely go see that. So uh, yeah, yeah, I like stayed away from all spoilers. I even stayed away from trailers. So I already knew I'm a fan of Makoto Shinkai, yeah. and I'm gonna watch this anyway. Mm. It, but of course, like two hours before, I found out one element. I was like, God damn it! But even knowing that element didn't. Uh, ruin it for me yeah i i try, oh, problem is with me and spoilers is that because i'm so like interconnected in everything that I've, i'm doing it's like uh, even when uh, you know even when the jungle movie comes out for hey arnold i'm like i think i'm gonna if it doesn't if it comes out in america before it comes out in britain i think i'm gonna be screwed pretty much in that regard and i think i'm just gonna have to read the spoilers and just you know just be uh be done with it really but uh, you know i try i do try you know uh you know i do read reviews of films but uh, i try and like read non-spoiler ones to see if i'll actually enjoy it and so then when i walk in at least you know i know uh uh, what's what but uh yeah yeah um, fun fact uh i actually met the director uh, a few years ago oh, i got an autographed dvd of uh, five centimeters per second and a piece of the film strip from that movie oh nice and i actually spoke to him a little bit he he i didn't know he knew like enough he knew enough english for me to have a conversation with him oh and yeah. i'm like we had a small conversation and it's like he was a pretty cool guy hmm. so yeah yeah, I've noticed that with people who uh, people I've known people who have met uh, Shigeru Miyamoto and uh, like uh, they've shaken hands with him and kind of like they've had like this kind of this broken English conversation with him because obviously he can speak some English but he can't uh, he obviously can't you know you can't get, engage him in like in you know, a really complex you know conversation unless you know you know unless you know Japanese. So, well, it helped that Shinkai spent time in London like <laughs> for a while, so that's probably where he why he knows english so it's like it's not just like those awkward moments where i meet japanese guests and i'm like i want to say in your language how much i you are awesome but it's going to sound so weeaboo i don't (laughs) even want to (laughs) try that's awesome so uh we're gonna actually one one of our videos we're gonna watch actually is gonna be one of your reviews and uh i have to warn everybody when uh, watching this this one is actually pretty well pornographic but at least it's uh, like uh, quite censored so uh i was uh, surprised you chose this one <laughs> but i'm like okay well, it is the my, most popular one with it, my, my youtubers i usually like pick the most popular video and uh, this is the one so i'm uh, actually i'm actually like what because even though it's the subject matter it is 
I'm actually proud of this one because I, I still find it hilarious. <laughs> I still laugh at my own work, which sounds stupid, but holy crap. <laughs> okay, then. I think we have to age restrict this video anyway, but so, uh, you know, we pretty much do that with uh, some of the other ones that we do anyway. So, uh, okay, let's go for it. Today we talk about a hentai. Yes, because of the wonderful patrons, they unlocked the hentai episode. First, we look at the 2014 OVA hentai idol sister. So wait, uh, Vega, you you got paid to watch porn? Yes. I envy you. <laughs> it's a great job. <laughs> Next thing I do, if you ever do a Patreon, you have to do like a live stream of you reading some erotic Hey Arnold fanfics. No, I, I'm, uh, I, I will throw money at this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what have we started? Created by Takuji Otomo, who also created Drinking Virgins. Mountain Dew Virgins is my least favorite flavor. Who doesn't like porn? I like porn. Porn is awesome, but hentai, 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 which means pervert, but became the catch-all term internationally for anime porn. A lot of it is bad. Hentai manga, not that bad, but with anime, you hear quotes like, What the fuck? <laughs> Please soil me with all your impregnating milk. I can... <laughs> I can oh, read trust it. me, that's, that was not my first introduction to hentai. Let's who, just who's, say that Who's the character you're was... using to censor the boobs? Oh, oh that's joking um, off. So that is uh, at the head of you from Creamy Mommy. Oh, okay then. It's, uh, uh, yeah, I just so decided very... to use it as a joke and then it just became a thing now. Okay, <laughs> wow. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Sorry, Patricia, are you going to say something then? Yeah, I was just gonna say that my first introduction. I mean, I didn't even know what what it was. I I was it was one of my visits to an anime club that I was a part of in college, and uh, the the last time we were marathoning through the AMV Hell series, which is basically a bunch of anime music videos, Classic. and then I w then they said, okay, today we're gonna be playing the next AMV Hell, which is called AMV Hell Zero. And I was like, oh, this is, is this like the prequel? And I was like, oh, cool. And then it was just, at first it started off like really small, you know, just like a bunch of funny songs. But then all of a sudden it was just like constant like porn, like boobs and dick sucking. I like Bukake. I remember that. Oh my God. It's like, what am I getting myself into? Oh, Patricia, it's like it's like the song from Avenue Q. The internet is for porn. The internet is for porn. Why do you think the net was born? Porn, porn, porn. Yes. Impregnated milk is up there when it comes to horrible turn-off things to say. Hentai is just one of those things that is best suited for the mute button. But the subs will still sear into your eyes like lasers shooting out impregnating milk. What's wrong with the word semen? Cum. Jizz. Splooge! Bazooka juice! <laughs> Less than three syllables is apparently sexier. No, not sexier. Uh, less shitty. Let's go for that. We start kind of innocently with a performance of freeze frames. They got the everybody freeze. Wait a second, Vega, does this include tentacles? 
Nope, that's the other hentai review. Okay. That oh was God. It's part of the song Down Pack. Let's get to the sum of these girls' existence. Do you know what amazes me is that it's so well drawn for something that's pornographic. Like you know, like in a you know, like a really stereotypical porn film, it's kind of like you know, really bad acting, and then all of a sudden it's just you know, like this really unrealistic fucking. Yeah, that's yeah. the sad thing about hentai. Sometimes it doesn't look good animated because it's kind of horribly drawn or horribly animated. That's why usually doujinshi and manga is the best to stick with. Mm. Ayaka. Why do you look like a Orimo bootleg character? Fitting since both these anime involve fucking your brother. Maki, her flustered expression that makes people want to hug her may really say get the fuck off. And since it's anime, it can mean get the fuck off or getting off. My my is another word for boobies, isn't it? I'm just gonna call her boobies. They're all in the subunit Platinum Kiss. Do you know what I've noticed? It's like uh, this. Uh, isn't there like a? Isn't there kind of like a stereotypical kind of thing that they do in anime where there's like the shy one, the confident one, and the angry one? Yes. That's pretty much every show ever. It's oh, okay. like the blonde brunette redhead sort of thing. So basically it's the Japanese version of Seth MacFarlane. Oh god damn it. <laughs> I'm stealing that joke from the next hentai review. <laughs> Part of a large idol group, IKB31. Yasushi Yakamoto is either mad or having a wet dream right now. Random booby inspections is part of being an idol, so is cannibalism. As we see here, they are gliding around Tokyo. Healy's went out with the 2000s girls. Their conversations are of love doll level substance. Post splooge might be the smartest thing that comes out of their mouth. Comes. Ha! <laughs> Wordplay. I'm trying to pretend this is mayonnaise. Just to kind of. <laughs> oh, because, God. That makes it worse. Mayonnaise is that mayonnaise. Thin. Absolutely. I don't. Uh, mayonnaise is that thin. I'm sure I... they probably have it at the store. It's like, excuse me, I, I would like to have mayonnaise that is the consistency of snot. <laughs> Mm. Ugh, mayonnaise is the girls so are gross. tense before oh. their show without their yeah, I hate that condiment, seriously. Ugh. I find it to be overrated. Yeah. Nichan Sama Dude Kun. Why is this called Idol Sister? There's only one sister, and a story slash fucking is split between her and two others. Better answer, or else the phone will explode. Topical Samsung joke. Why aren't you fired? Fifteen cameras? This fucker got better production setup than me, this Mac, and a microphone. The Big Brother State is here. Oh God! Oh, when, God. when did Freddy from my Carly become a pervert? Yeah. <laughs> this is uh, this this is the this is the porn that George Orwell was warning us about. <laughs> oh my God! Are we sure these girls don't have big superpowers or something? Like 
big sisters. <laughs> Look how they just kicked this guy's ass. Do you have the vagina power to crush his dick while it's deep in you? You hear that? That's the sound of several men crossing their legs right now. Uh, just excuse me a second. <laughs> okay. Can you feel it? Um, how could he not? <laughs> it looks like he's even like touching like the wrong boob. I mean, if that's supposed to be the right from the looks of it, like the hand position, uh, it's like hearts are usually on the left hand side. I think uh, I don't no, know. No, they're definitely and in honestly the... with boobs that big, you can't really feel the heartbeat through it. Yeah, the only thing you, you can feel another you can feel another pulsing if you know what I mean. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I feel uh, bad. I'm gonna go. In, I'm gonna go into a corner and feel sorry. You can always <laughs> you can always feel the silicon as well. He's not feeling your heartbeat, titty one. I mean boobies. I mean we a boobies. I mean my Valentine. I mean my my. I mean boobies. Don't fuck that. He has the STD, pixelitis. Get it through sex, sex, sex. Sharing a needle too. You can't. You can't get it from a toilet seat. I know that. <laughs> Wait, let me think. Dude, actually, I, I'm really kind of clueless about what it is. In fact, uh. Don't even bother running, boys. Just cut your dicks off. Actually, I noticed, like, you know, it's, uh, that's the crazy porn laws in Japan, isn't it? They, they, they can pixelize, you know, they have to have to pixelize your genitals and things like that. But then, you know, any other crazy, wacky antics that happen in their porn is totally, you know, they'll allow it. So um, yeah. uh, it depends on which one, because some of them, they actually show you the whole thing. Yeah. There, like, there are hentai out there where you can see pretty much the full Monty, and like, not everything's pixelized, but a lot, most of it is pretty much pixelized that you'll find online and stuff. Yeah, I'm trying like, to, uh, I'm trying to. In think. the second hentai episode, that was nope. There was no pixels. Yeah, I think the worst hentai I probably ever watched. I can't remember what the name of it was. I think it was like a guy who like genetically mutated himself into like you know like a monster, and like he just had sex with like all these women and and shit. It's just it was just it was. Uh, and it was it all like uncensored as well, so I, I, I don't know. It's like uh, it's uh, it's all the same to me. <laughs> <laughs> what are the odds of some stage worker just walking in, a scandal happening, and all of you being fired? What? Well, it's uh, it's a hentai. I don't think that's uh, that would be funny, wouldn't it? It's like you know they're they're, they're having a porn scene, <laughs> someone just walks in. It is like, okay. Great, now I know what Showgirls the anime looks like. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, there's always AV idols. And a Westermark effect is disproven as Ayaka takes in her brother's dick. Oh god, this is incest, isn't it? Yes, it is. Oh, for There's God's... a lot of it. Oh, for fuck's sake. There's tons of it. Uh, just why? Why would you? No. Who, because you have to understand, this is Japan. They see things slightly different in a way that we do, even though it's... Uh... Uh, I think Genshi Kin said it best when they're like, if you have a sister or brother, you do not, you do are not into that type of stuff. Yeah. I'm surprised that people from the South are not more into hentai. Um, <laughs> Lols. Uh, yeah. Don't, come on, don't come inside her. You'll get kids that look like this. <laughs> but abortions are pretty much in the IKB 31 health plan. Gotta keep the idol stock young, pure, and marketable. MILF idols aren't in this year. Yet. Uh, 
Okay, this is getting into uncomfortable territory right here. Um, do you want to do you want to keep going with this, or shall we? Show me. I do talk video? about how this is fucked up. Okay. <laughs> Dude, for real, real talk. Only the mouth can say yes. The pussy, despite having lips, can't say yes or no. Fuck you. Yeah, there's barely any consent in hentai, is there? Like, oh, it's a lot of hentai are hor is horrible because there's barely any consent. So the hentai I, I am into is usually between couples who actually really love each other and will fuck because it's fun and happy. Mm. You know, it's, it's kind of funny because there was this one time in which I saw this really cheap movie that involved with like there was this post-apocalyptic future and the only way that people were killed was from like some sort of mysterious wind and you would think oh this would be kind of interesting because this guy is like going around and trying to find some happiness in his life and trying to see if he can be able to make it into the world and then there was all these unnecessary sex scenes that involve with really uncomfortable moments so yeah i don't even remember what it was called yeah, when it's just... called an amnesia. Yeah, that, that's what it was. It was amnesia. Yeah, where everybody like they lost their memories when the wind was like coming by and it like cleared everything and nobody knew who they were. And there was this one guy who was like trying to search for himself, and there was a lot of unnecessary sex. Yeah, I remember watching the non-sex version of that. So it wasn't. I went years without knowing there was a sex version of that. Yeah. What was the what was the uh, the PO unboxing you did with Linkara where he said you don't have sex to get rid of the sex? Like that was. I think that was the s second or third that I was on, and we were talking <laughs> about some hentai with some cat girls in it. Uh, I don't know. It's on the shelf. <laughs> good, good, great. Oh, by the way, uh, we should have said this at the beginning of the show. Congratulations on uh, your your engagement to uh, to Lewis. And, oh, uh, thank you. I hope you have yeah. a very, I hope you both have a very happy life together and uh, and everything. And uh, I just hope uh, you know certain parts of interdimensional tri time travel or uh, you know some crazy stuff that happens in the show is in the prenuptials. <laughs> 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 oh, when, in the latest storyline, where um, spoiler for anyone who watches it, um, in the later latest storyline where it's revealed that he has the entity in him, like later that day, I'm like. He's like, hey, pass me a sun kiss. And I'm just like, sun kiss are for non-possessed entity people. And he's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sad face. <laughs> oh, well. Okay, stop. Intervention time. Dear hentai. Can we I noticed that as well. Every time they like have an orgasm, it seems to either be kind of like, you know, where they've like, had like a sonic boom or it's like, you know, like just kind of this weird shaking. Of of people like they have like uh, I don't know like they have multiple sclerosis or something. I just like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if they're really getting themselves aroused, I guess you know it's either shaking body or like really melty looking face. So it's like pick your poison. It's like you know I never knew that having sex in it. I never knew how having sex and having an orgasm was like playing Star Fox sixty four with a rumble pack. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> Stop using the x-ray thing. I've seen this in a lot of doujin and manga and anime. Just for the last like five, six years or so. Just stop. This isn't some medical journal. This isn't some scientific drawing of a cervix and uterus for med school. It's porn. It's for getting off. I don't want to see someone come inside. I want to see someone come inside. I can't even get my lady boner off on most of this shit because they add that in. Anyway, carry on. Forehead fucking. Is that a new Japanese fetish? 
Deep throats aren't good for singing, are they? The thing I hate about hentai is that they have to give a play-by-play -play on what's happening. John Madden, hentai, 2016. We can see you coming, dammit. You don't need to say it. The dialogue makes me need a shower. So, <laughs> oh god, this is some boy's dream in a bedroom somewhere, isn't it? <laughs> Most hentai is some guy's dream in a bedroom. <laughs> oh. Yeah, pretty much. And this is why the, um, you know, the marriage um, consensus in Japan is really, really low. <laughs> mm. oh, no, this is why people marry, like, di digital waifus. <laughs> uh. I need, uh, after this, I think I need my faith restored back in the human race, you know, so like, uh, right now. Look at your t-shirt, Arun. Look at your t-shirt, and you will know that there is slight hope in this world. Never lose hope. Never lose hope. <laughs> Dude, you don't have sex to get rid of the sex! There it is. What really bothers me is that he didn't have the decency to wait between outbreaks of pixelitis to fuck them. The disease is a relative of Atari Pox and 8-Bit Lexia. And their performance is so good, it's in still frames. <sighs> so the moral of this hentai is, you need a good luck fuck before performing. This was a very different episode of Idols of Animes, and I'm sure you missed the huge educational well-researched bits, and review, and the occasional pop culture reference. But when it comes to Idol Sister, a shallow pool deserves a shallow kick to the nuts. That made no sense, but neither does hentai. I say, I think the only good luck fuck I think I'm having right now is the one that's in my brain at the moment, so... Uh, <laughs> wow. Um, congratulations for sitting through that. <laughs> <laughs> if you're under 18, please, we do not hold responsible that you watched this. We gave you a warning. Yeah, we're, 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 18, we're, where's your parents? We're, 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 I think we're age restricting this This is episode. the internet. It's pretty much how they're raised. Yeah, so... Uh, well, uh, that was something uh, i didn't think you were gonna choose the hentai one <laughs> <laughs> it's your most popular video i had no other choice i was just it's, following it's orders for a reason <laughs> yes i know but i do uh, <laughs> uh, well it does help that it's really short though so okay let's move on to something else oh fuck we're back in kenya oh <sighs> damn it and it's about porn of it, course it is yeah of course it is <laughs> okay then so this is a multi-choice uh, who have had to come up with a statement, or Cartoon Network Studios have come up with a statement, because an image got released online of uh, Teen Titans Go, and it shows um, Robin and Starfire in a state of undress, uh, and it looks like it's actually on the Cartoon Network television itself, and uh, it's totally fake, and everyone can see that. And uh, it's obviously been pulled from, like, you know, Rule 34 or something like that. I don't know. But uh, apparently it's been enough, of course, enough outrage on social media for uh, Cartoon Network to put out a uh, statement saying that uh, we can confirm that without hesitation that these images are not authentic and that uh, they've never been broadcast or shared on any official Cartoon Network pl platforms in uh, Africa in any capacity. And uh, to be honest with you, after what happened with Nickelodeon, and I don't know if uh, you've heard about this, Vega, uh, they've mm. uh, actually started banning uh, cartoons that have uh, gay references in them, or they assume have gay references in them, and they're so poorly researched the uh, the reasons for banning these cartoons, like for example, Hey Arnold is banned in Kenya right now on multi choice, and uh, there's a few other any cartoon that has like you know lesbian or gay characters 
Oh, it assumes yeah, Adelaide's when you get characters. We were talking about this. It was like uh, Legend of Korra, The Loud House. Yeah, Loud House. Um, I'm guessing Steven Universe is banned there. Yeah, that's banned oh, as well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like Kaiser Neko from Team Four Star. He calls the show Lesbian Space Rocks. So, yeah. 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 I do admit, there's probably worse worse things to worry about in Kenya at the moment. There's also it's got, like violence after an election that they've had there recently. But, uh, you know, it's just... Uh, uh, it's just... Um, well, that, that, that they just need to sort themselves out. I mean, they probably can still watch them online and stuff, I guess. You know, but yeah. uh, you know, well, I, I don't. I think it's just totally unjustified. I think just to basically, you know, ban all these shows, and uh, it doesn't surprise me in the slightest that Cartoon Network scra- scrambling to uh, say that. Oh no, we don't show show porn on our channel because you know, look how poorly researched the Kenyan government do for uh, you know, you know, when they go to ban animation. It's like you know, they probably take a look at that and say, oh, Cartoon Network off the air. You know, no more Cartoon Network. Mm. It won't surprise me in the slices, but uh, yeah, that's their statement on that, and that was a couple of weeks ago. Actually, we didn't get a chance to uh, to cover it, but uh, there we go. And uh, you know, Kenya is still Kenya right now, so you know, oh well, one day they find the marbles. Um, so let's let's go back to the videos again. Um, let me just find the next one, and uh, I wonder what this one is. Oh, hey, I know this one. This is the. Uh, this is uh, Bruce Forsyth recently passed away, as we said in the beginning of the show. And this is him hosting The Price is Right. And uh, what they do is, uh, he do a pose like this. And uh, for like the audience, it's just kind of his trademark thing. And one of the pe- one of the girls would give him his microphone in his hand while he's, while he's in the pose. And uh, they decided to play a couple of tricks on him while uh, when they were doing that. So shall we watch and see? Mm-hmm. Cool. Let's have a look. Sight. <laughs> nice to see you, to see you! Nice! <laughs> Bruce, this is a gift from all of us. Oh, that's lovely, that really. What a lovely spark, yeah. and what a big one. And, and when he gets to the... Look out! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wiley Coyote's probably looking at it and thinking, why did we not think of this? in his mind, but uh, there we go. Well, it's nice to still be with you. <laughs> to still be with you. <laughs> nice! <laughs> Thank you. Just the wrong way round. Silly fool. Anyway, it's nice to see you. To see you! I think this was like a really old joke because, you know, guys don't really like give them the microphone. It's usually at the girls, but, you know. I, I love this. <laughs> thank you. Th- thank, thank you, Emma. This could be your lucky day, mate. <laughs> Very funny. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Very funny. And stop wearing my old suits. <laughs> Anyways, nice to see you. To see you. Bless you, Bruce. <laughs> Leave me the microphone. <gasps> oh. <laughs> That's what you're supposed to do. Get off, go on. <laughs> oh, Josh, she was so she was so busy acting. Oh dear, oh dear. Anyway, nice to see you. To see you. Yes! Oh. 
ん、うん、はって Sorry, it's my boyfriend. Hello, darling. No, it's nobody. <laughs> Fifty years in show business to be a nobody, but it's nice to see you. To see you. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Oh. What are you? What are you saying? Dreadfully sorry, Bruce. Yeah, I bet you are. You're fine. You should have seen the lettering. <laughs> but it's nice to see you. To see you. And uh, that's that's Bruce Forsyth. I, I love this running gag. Yeah. But, yeah, that was the Price is Right. You should see. There's some clips on YouTube for the Generation Game with uh, Bruce Forsyth. You know, the '90s ones are funny, absolutely hilarious. And uh, yeah, I definitely go. Jamie wants to go check him out because you know he was uh, he was such a brilliant act, and you know we're all going to miss him terribly. And uh, mm. so uh, let's move on to our next video. This is a 1980s Japanese commercial. So uh, let's. Uh, oh, those are going to be fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's let's take a look at this. Oh, for oh fuck's sake! <laughs> Two seconds in. I need I need to put that in the weirdest Japanese commercials panel. I do. Uh, no. Uh. <laughs> Alright, if her clothes get ripped off in this, we're gonna have to just pause the show. But <laughs> good night, everybody. Night, everybody. What is that? I, I need you to give me this because uh, is it an eyedrop or something? Yeah, I think uh, this is uh, get your octopus Viagra. I, guess. I, I like because I do this panel called weirdest, and sometimes it's called craziest Japanese commercials, where I show all the sorts of weird stuff at conventions, and people love it. I need this commercial. I'll, I'm doing I'll, it at geek.com, so holy crap. <laughs> I'll, I'll send it to you. So Thank uh, you nice. so much. <laughs> oh, good grief. Okay, let's... Uh, um, maybe just a... I'll tell you what, I think we're only a bit short on time, so, uh, I mean, do you want to cover the uh, 90s Nickelodeon uh, stuff from Cosmopolitan? Or, uh... Yeah, that'd be fine. Okay, then mm -hmm. let's, let's quickly brush over this. Um, this is... Um, you know, this, is, this actually warms my heart a bit, actually. That's, uh, you know, ni 90s... Wrote, you know, 90s Nickelodeon is now in fashion. And uh, so uh, they're doing some, like, Rugrats stuff and uh, some 90s of old arts. And uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's, um, it's all looking pretty good. You know, the Rugrats stuff I actually like, I think. And, uh, you know, who doesn't like the Rugrats? So it's, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Looks great. I love that. I want it. Mm -hmm. uh, you want to make me buff. That's Clarissa Explains It All. So, oh, that's, that's a pretty yeah, cool that's, show. Yeah, that's from Clarissa. Yeah. That was the show, man. Yeah. So apparently it's exclusively online on Macy's. And actually, oh, yeah, we did the Hey Arnold one, which has Arnold Helger and uh, Gerald. Uh, yeah, yeah. We, I yeah. think we even discussed about that a few weeks ago. Yeah, actually, I think we did. And uh, so there's stuff for Hey Arnold, Carissa Explains It All, all that, uh, Rugrats, Ren and Stimpy Show, and even Sponge, well, SpongeBob SquarePants. But, you, I mean, of Sponge course it's SpongeBob. That's like, an, it's like, an, that's, that's like nothing. In it. That's not really old school, is it? Because, you know, they, they're, they're still here now. You have to understand it's the show is 20 years 20 old. Years old. Yeah, but, uh, you know, I don't know. It's just it's kind of like saying, like, you know, oh, I've got the, I've got some old school Simpsons gear. It's like, you know, well, how old is it? It's like, you know. If it's Almost like, 30. 
Mm, oh know. God, we're old. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, we, we, you know what? At this point on, we should play that clip from SpongeBob in which, when Mr. Krabs walks into the bathroom and you have that song in the background, is like, "You're old," something. <laughs> you know, it's that's basically us. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was thinking he was trying to go to Macy's website and have a look at it, but uh, I don't think it's actually showing it all. So. Uh... Okay, well, that was the Nickelodeon stuff, so uh, oh, I've still got the Kenya stuff uh, up here for some strange reason. Let me just, uh, just get that off the screen. Okay, so, uh, yeah, I, just, I, think it's gonna, I, think, I think it's really cool that, uh, you know, we've, uh, we've, got, you know we've, got, we've got Rocker's Modern Life coming back as well, which, uh, you know, I think they're starting to uh, start promoting the, uh, I think they're doing the complete series now. I think they're doing a, some kind of deal on it at the moment, so uh, you pay, like, a certain amount of money for DVDs and things like that, so uh, I think... Uh... Speaking of which, I actually do have something to promote uh, re- regarding about that as soon as the show's over. Yeah, sure. Okay, then we'll play that at the end of the show, so uh, we've got a couple of minutes, so uh, let's get back into videos again. Um, let's have a look. Um, what's this one we got here? Oh, I know this Children one. Children taught to shoot clay pigeons as well as dissecting real dead pigeons, nine-year-olds skinning rabbits and water buffalo roaming the school's marshland. Not Hogwarts run by Bear grills, but a day in the life of one state primary school in the middle of a council estate in Eastbourne. A school where the headmaster rides a quad bike in a fur coat and flares. Fatima Manji reports now from West Prize Junior School, where children are learning true grit. You think this would be something Ted Nugent would come up with? <laughs> oh boy! I mean, it's like the school for taxidermy. Yeah. Well, actually, it's a, it's, a, it's this is actually kind of cool. Actually, it's kind of teaching kids about danger and stuff. It's like you know, kind of surviving in the wild. So. The yeah, most dangerous thing you can do to a child is to not expose them to an element of risk and danger. It's probably the best school that I have ever been to. Mr. Fair Club is the best teacher there is. We're about giving children real experiences, giving them a lust for life. Okay, wouldn't you imagine this would be something like in the American South? Yeah, like it's, it's something very Britain. similar. You see, I, I remember reading this book called The Last American Man, and there's this guy who currently lives in the... I, I don't remember where he lives, like around the South, and he actually has like a 1,000-acre... Um, kind of like a camp where he invites a whole bunch of people to live out in the wilderness like they used to do. Like they have a whole bunch of um, training with horses and how to chop wood and all that kind of stuff. And if you ever read the book, it's really interesting. Yeah, um, Elizabeth Gilbert was the one who wrote the book. And uh, for, for maybe who knows who, who she is, she was the one who wrote Eat, Pray, Love. And it's actually a really fascinating book. And it's actually pretty sad when you look into his life like – you know, in a time in which everybody's obsessed with being indoors and all that stuff, he's trying to cling into like the rugged wilderness. Mm-hmm. Use guns and knives, roam through the marshes alongside water buffalo, and cook on open fires. When the smoke gets in your eyes, uh, move away and try and stand behind someone. That- Risks are embraced, the free spirit encouraged. Yet the authorities, Ofsted, the health and safety executive, have all praised West Rise Junior School. Okay. It gets the best. That's amazing. You think in today's era where everyone's afraid about you know a ch- you know a child getting like you know a a paper cut, it's like you know it's uh, that they, they will you know they they'd be okay with them exposing to them to this. You know that's actually pretty awesome. This is very important life skills, knowing how to well do this sort of thing. Because really, when you think about it, 
are any of us really prepared if we have to do this? If like, say shit goes down in our city for, even if it's just temporary, well, we don't, don't have Google. I don't know. Trump's in the White House and we've survived this far. So, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, what else, what else can life throw at us? Stay well, safe in the UK. Be- don't <laughs> come back. Don't. Experiences they wouldn't otherwise get. We're the only state school to do things in this way. And uh, the children themselves are from a, from a, 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 a sort of varied demographic. And, um, and we feel that we have a responsibility to give them as many opportunities as, as they deserve. My dad taught me to shoot. I went hunting. I, I lit fires. Um, I had a magical, amazing, uh, quite feral childhood. And it's that kind of thing that I want to be able to give to these children here. So Alfie, what have you made here? I've made a fishing rod. Okay. He's been credited with turning the school around since he joined 12 years ago. Sit, pull that tight. Good. Yeah, apparently this guy's like won like awards, you know, for, mm. for doing this stuff. So, you know, I think uh, good on him for doing that. I think. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Boy. The long hair, fur coat and open shirt are unusual for a head teacher. But don't be fooled by his hippie image. He demands good behaviour. And at the same time, he believes these adventures outdoors change children for the better. If children are excited about coming to school, if they're being inspired and infused by being outside, then that has an impact back in the classroom. You know, isn't that our problem with our school system at the moment? It's like, you know, we've got a, we've got a lot of kids who just do not like being where they are. And uh, Yeah, you know, it's but, a real shame because, it, you know, with the school system... You know, kids feel like they're either being pressured into learning a whole bunch of things that they don't understand, and they're taught in a very similar way compared to, like, a whole bunch of places in which you you either get lectures or you get pictures or you get one-on-one tutoring sessions. So, yeah, it's nice to see that uh, something like this can – you can really go hands-on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you imagine that that, in one day, how much that – one pigeon is eaten. Yeah. This is all about building grit and resilience, and that means being comfortable with plucking and cooking animals in the wild. I don't think I ever want to eat a pigeon. It's called squab. I don't. Oh, okay then. <laughs> I don't know. Can you eat like just any pigeon though? I mean, I kind of worry about what the pigeon ate that makes it like not good you know what i mean i I think it's kind of like similar to like if you were to have foie gras from a for like ducks i think they have to keep the pigeons like caged up and they get fed a certain food so maybe Mm. that's the case i don't know maybe they have like pigeon farms similar to how they have chicken farms i'll tell you what the uh, the, i remember going around manchester central manchester and the pigeons that are around there like you know they got missing eyes and missing feet and like you know all deformities and stuff like that i tell you what i wouldn't like to eat one of them yeah same here (laughs) and pull that straight off that skin. There you go. God help us. Farm manager Alex Richards has encouraged them to overcome any squeamishness. Can you smell that? Smells a bit vinegary, doesn't it? So they're totally confident. Even with Boris, that's the dead squirrel, looking on. Yeah, I should think. Oh, this this is the shooting bit. I can't remember if it is or not. The ethos here is that country pursuits are not just for the privileged. Teaching shooting is undoubtedly controversial. Yes. But then, how are you supposed to see if you know if you need to catch something that's flying around in the air? How are you supposed to you know get at it? So, I mean, uh, 
I, I used to be quite anti-gun, you know, quite a, a long time ago. But uh, you know, I've got sort of kind of you know, can you know, be more libertarian in my views since then. But uh, you know, I think if you want to teach your kids to shoot, you know, to uh, to you know hunt, you know, animals and stuff like that, I don't I don't see a problem with it. But I'm all for gun safety. I just don't want a gun myself. Yeah. So that's Same pretty here. much my stuff. That's pretty much my thing on it. Mm-hmm. I just don't think wacky. I just don't think crazed, you know, individuals should have guns. I don't exactly. Know, you know, I don't understand. <laughs> I mean, I remember when uh, you know, it's like I'm sure there's some. I'm sure there's some like really nutty people in the NRA who I would like think you know, yeah, I don't think you deserve a gun. That's why frankly. I think like gun safety should be like just really taught, like taught well, taught heavily as much as we have to learn how to drive. A Maybe car. like this, you know, it's like, you know, give, yes. a, give a kid like, a gun and, you know, get him to, you know, shoot clay pigeons or something like that. And like, you know, get, take some responsibility for what they what they have in their hand. Yes. Um, I'm all for like learning how to, it's just, I'd rather not do it myself or I'd rather not have one in my home. Yeah. But they insist this is about discipline and ensuring children first come across weapons in a responsible way. Well done. Life-changing. Why was it life-changing? Because uh, I've never done it before. In the first experience, it just changes my opinion of shooting. It's just amazing. It's a really good adrenaline and it's a nice feeling. Activities like this would often be out of reach for those who aren't wealthy. The school makes it possible by being resourceful, getting local clubs involved. The land itself is rented from the council at just under £1,000 a year. And farming on it makes the school some money. Yeah, so I imagine you not not every place can be like that, but so uh, you mm. know I think I think you've got if you've got the uh, on top of that it's like you know, it sounds like there's, there's a nice little community around it as well. So it's like you know I think you know it's like with raising kids, you know the saying is it takes a village. So yes, this is definitely a village coming together, and mm. you know it's one of those things that might be it's so unique and s- everything just came together so well. How would it really translate if you wanted to do that, in, say, another country or part of even a part of another part of England? Yeah, I, I say I'm all for this. You know, good luck to that guy for uh, doing what he's doing. So, uh, yeah, I think we all. And, and that's a nice coat. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that definitely is a nice coat, isn't it? I have okay. a coat like that myself. My favorite. <laughs> cool. Okay. Um, what's uh, what's this next one? The world may have power, but God has given me a power even. Oh God, Patricia, look who's back. Oh no, not this kid again. Okay then. Uh, let's see what you can do. Stronger than the world! Wow. <laughs> it, it, even when this, you get. What the anime no, was I, that? I knew it. I, it, knew it. I, knew it. I knew he would become a meme. I knew it. Yeah, well, even here's the thing. Even when he goes Super Saiyan, he still can't break that damn twig. <laughs> <laughs> Give oh. up, kid. Honestly. Okay, then what's next? Now, you're watching BBC News. Just bear in mind, it is August. Uh, This does not look like a walk in the park. Dog owners and their pets in California have hit the waves in the second annual World Dog Surfing Championships. Here are the pictures. Also style, there's confidence, there's the size of the wave. Some events have really big waves, some have very small waves. There's a lot of style and techniques. It's really interesting. I love everything about this. The main challenge is to stay afloat on the board. This is in Pacifica near San Francisco, but there are also prizes for the best dressed and tandem surfing dogs. The winner, of course, being crowned top dog. 
That's a shame. We've run out of pictures. I love how he just hates covering this story. It's but it's so fun and cute, and then they're surfing dogs. Do you have no soul, BBC guy? Clearly, clearly, clearly not. I think he probably is looking at this this whole situation, and thinking, you know, you know, I'm on BBC News. I'm on pretty much the graveyard shift at like four in the afternoon, and uh, you know, this is what I'm doing with my life right now. I mean, no fun probably... allowed, man. Yeah. <laughs> Weather. Let's get the latest. On the other side of the newsroom, Ben Rich can get us out of that one. Ben. <laughs> get us out of that one. Yeah. Very enthusiastic. Okay, then. So, uh, let's, uh, so, um, let's have a look at, uh, oh, yeah, here's, a, here's an interesting story that we're, uh, we need to uh, probably talk about. And uh, let me just uh, get up on the screen. This is Netflix, and uh, would you believe it? Um, well, mind you, I guess we should believe it. Uh, Disney is uh, pulling its, net its films from Netflix. I am mad at this. Hmm. One, why, like, Disney has enough money that they don't need Netflix and can do its own thing. But the thing is, we're, we have so many different streaming services that, and if you get all of them, it's pretty much going to cost the same as cable. So it's like, what the heck? Yeah. Two. I, this is what just, worries me. It's like, you know, you're going to have your, uh, for, you're going to have your NFL network. You're going to have your NBA network. You have your Disney network. You're going to have your uh, Nickelodeon network. You're going to have your, I uh, you know, Fox network. It's like, you know, it's just, it, it, and also on top of that, they're probably going to be charging you, you know, around the areas of like, you know, between six to $10 a month. Yeah. And the, and the second thing is, Disney also owns Star Wars and Marvel. Is it is is are those going to go away? Do we know that? Probably. Yet? You know, it's uh, like, I, don't, I don't put it. Past yeah, and them. also the Muppet movies—they're going to be gone too. Yeah. Oh God, damn it! What's going to be? And also, dinosaurs. The the TGIF series is going to be gone from there too, most likely. Oh, Wait, Jesus. just so does this also mean ABC type of shows? Because Disney owns them too. Yeah, that's that's a point. Like, you uh, know, see, Disney they, owns so much, and that they're pretty much Netflix is going to be like seemingly bare, man. I, I know, it's like, plus, it's, do we have a date yet? This, this I need the, to watch Moana before it's gone. Yeah, this is the <laughs> problem with it because you know, like, the, the, in, in, you know, obviously, same as in here now. There's so many, there's so many few companies that actually you know have this massive conglomerate over uh, over our media, and they really, they really these these big companies need breaking up. You know, and like it needs to be kind of like you know. I would probably, you know, I could say that Nickelodeon could probably exist on its own without Viacom. You know. Yeah, so. and that's why Viacom released, uh, you know, took away all their shows from Netflix years ago. And I remember when everybody was so angry about that. Mm. So yeah, it's... where's Viacom? Like on Hulu or something? Or yeah, I think they're a lot. Yeah, a lot of their shows are on Hulu now. I think they're on. Mm. I think they're on the Roku sticks as well. Uh, I think mm. uh, as well. So I think they're still in some places, but it's not in netflix and various it's other just ones. that netflix is the biggest guy out of all of them it it makes sense to have them on the biggest guy because it's like netflix is the thing yeah. it's what everyone has it has the most exposure and views and <sighs> you know what worries me it's like you know i'm just worried when the trump administration destroys net neutrality and then it's like you know it's uh, they're going to start you know uh clamping down on like uh, netflix streams and things like that, and then saying, "Oh, if you want, you can go on the uh, the Disney stream for uh, you know, and uh, we won't uh, throttle it at all." It's like you know, it's a it's a freeway and stuff like that. It's like you know, but the whole the whole internet should just be like that. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's fine where it is. Stop messing with it, you know. So uh, yeah, um, let's go quickly go through some of the other videos we've got. Um, let's have a look at this one. Um, do, 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 do. There we go. Oh, this is our last video. 
for the evening. This is, a, this is a pinch truck, and uh, apparently they had a guy riding the back of it, and uh, apparently the, rough, the ride was pretty rough, and uh, well, I think we're just about to see the results of what happened. <laughs> They're banging. <laughs> okay then um so as you can probably tell he's been tossed around in the van and uh, every all that uh, that's not like you know like you know any old paint that's actually like proper you know gloss paint that's on there like like painting like over plaster walls wow so that's that's yeah and so i mean it's uh, yeah sucks to be that guy <laughs> Do you know what I've just thought of? Something else, you know, if that if that isn't paint, you know, uh, something tells me that he's been watching far too much hentai. We're going <laughs> full circle, bravo! <laughs> <laughs> oh god. <laughs> John, I'm my fucking fishing gear, mate. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> mate, that's a fucking... Like, I don't give a shit how much it was, you cunt. That's a tiring... You're fucking stay to me. <laughs> that's a tiring rap there, mate. <laughs> <laughs> everyone right now. <laughs> what happened? You're the matter. Look at all your clothes, John. Look at all your clothes. John. You fucking hit the brakes on this shit. It's like ice on the fucking ear. You can't oh. sit still. John, that fucking Hugo Boss trousers sitting there, mate. What do you, what do you fucking want me to do about it, you prick? You're <laughs> driving like a fucking cunt. Look. <laughs> Look. <laughs> oh, Look. Fuck you gonna get home? You fucked my van up, mate. <laughs> you fucked your van up. You shot me into them fucking tubs of paint, which are, by the way, all cracked. Mate, there's about 150 quid worth of gear there. Uh, they're fucked. It's fucked because of you. I fucking let <laughs> help me out. I ain't there with you. I just love how he's just like the butt crawl, like trying to, <laughs> trying to get out. Like he can't <laughs> climb out. Oh, I can't even. I know I can't get up. He's like, you know, probably either stuck or whatever. But John, try not to get on me van, mate. I can't get all that off. Just fucking brought it, mate. All right, I'll leave you in there, all right. <laughs> 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 Ha 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 ha!
I'm crying. I'm crying. <laughs> My side hurts from laughing. We have far too much fun on this show. <laughs> Holy crackers. Good grief. And I think this is where we'll end it. <laughs> oh, Vigo, thanks very much for being on the show. Thanks for having me on and showing me John covered in paint in the back. I wish that was placed after the hentai video. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm going to call this show. Uh... Just call it John angrily covered in paint in the back of the van. <laughs> With Vega. Uh, hentai covered in paint. <laughs> Oh, good God. Okay. I think we'll end it here. Vigo, thank you very much for being on the show. You've been a great, been a great guest. Thank you uh, for having me. Yeah. Patricia, thanks very much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. And, uh... <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. Okay, um... We got the... <laughs> do after this is rewatch that video. <laughs> uh, good night, everybody. <laughs> good and, night. Uh, oh, just good to night. remind you about the uh, yeah. So, uh, hey, Gray uh, Bartlett, yeah, um, he's going to be on the show, seventh uh, of October uh, for the Hey Arnold anniversary show. Uh, ask Craig twenty seventeen at uh Please email him a question. Uh, hey Arnold, um, guys covered in paint. <laughs> Um, uh, and also we got the Hey Arnold fan day as well guests at arrowmeta.co.uk and uh, so from all of us here at the Arrow Meta show um, and uh, thank you very much for tuning in and uh, I'm going to go and uh, just have a massive laughing fit somewhere and uh, please all pray for me <laughs> <laughs> see you later everybody goodbye bye bye <laughs>